As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, hey, podcast people and vlog people, depending on where you're watching this. Super, super, super glad you're here. Bree Seeley, as always, back at it again bringing you an episode this week that's a little different. You're going to see a few more um, contributing people coming in to the But How universe to help you make some changes in your life and continue down your path of growth. So this week, I was honored to speak with two amazing women, Laura and Corrine, they are the founders of this awesome documentary called If You Don't, Who Will? So they take on a lot of conversations and interviews and exploration of women's leadership, which is super important. So I operate under the understanding that every woman is a leader. Now, you may simply lead... Um, my mom, when I was growing up, was the leader of our Daisy Troop. You may lead the PTA. You may lead a team at work. You may lead your family. You may lead others um, as a mentor or a coach. You might lead um, political movements and revolutions. I don't know what that is, but you are a leader. There are people in your life that you are influencing and you are a leader. Now, the thing that gets really interesting when we start talking about women's leadership is that most women I talk to don't identify with being a leader, even though they are. Some of the women that are the most impactful women I know say that they're not leaders. And it's so not true. So this documentary explores a lot of things behind women's leadership. And so I got to have a conversation with Laura and Corrine about what they found when they interviewed all these amazing people, what they found in terms of women's leadership. So one of the first questions I asked them was, why is this? Why is it that women don't step up and claim 
the title of leader? Why is it that they say things like, oh, I'm not a leader. I'm not, I just, I just do this thing, but I'm not actually a leader. Like, what is that disconnect? Because that's not necessarily the case for men. One of the things that we talk about a lot when that question comes up is thinking about really who you are, but more importantly, to what have been the influences that have really shaped you. And for so many women, what that piece of it looks like from your childhood. Many of us were taught to be good girls. We were taught to be risk adverse. We were taught to be seen and not heard. And so a lot of those pieces we see are what we're pulling forward, whether it's conscious or for a lot of women, it's very subconscious. And I think that that's something that really kind of holds women back. They doubt their potential um, because of, you know, not necessarily feeling worthy of leadership, really focusing on it, you know, being a title versus just how you act, how you are as a person in the world. I think some of that, you know, especially for us as women, we feel sometimes where we're, we're judging other women, we're comparing, we're comparing ourselves against other women. And so I think it's really kind of this, this whole picture of what's going on to say, you know, why don't we have more women leaders and what are some of the things that are holding them back? And those are some of the things that we found in our talking to different women and different leaders that we admire. Next, I really got to explore with them what that shift was like in their life because they, very similarly to myself, had, when they embarked on this journey, didn't necessarily see themselves as leaders either. And so I asked them what this shift was like for them. You may have heard my shift with this, where it was in 2015 and I was working on the Inspirational Woman Project and a friend of mine texted me out of the blue, photographer friend, Michael Poole, one of my favorite people. He texted me out of the blue, I was sitting on my couch and it said, Bree Seely, never forget that you're a rock star. And I read that message and I was like, I don't actually believe that about myself. Like, I don't believe that I have an impact on people's lives. I don't believe that I can inspire other people. I don't believe that I can lead. And it was this huge moment of revelation for me. And I actually like crumpled into the fetal position and started crying because I, I had this moment where it was just like, here I am empowering other women to say that they're inspirational and that they're doing big things in the world and they're inspiring the world and they're claiming their place as leaders in the world. And yet I'm not. How is it that I'm not willing to step into that title and that understanding, but I'm willing to help other women get there? You really need to be less critical of ourselves. And in doing that, we're, we find that we're less critical of, of others. And it's a shift in mindset that's like small steps and experiment, experiment with risk taking, uh, seek challenges and take, seek small challenges and, you know, focus on the impact that we want to make and the purpose that you want to see in your life and look for collaborations with other women. You know, Laura and I collaborate on a number of different things that have really helped us and me especially move past a lot of the blocks that I have in my life. So then I asked them, and you might resonate with this as well, if, if you are not feeling super connected to the idea that you're a leader in your community, in your town, in your home, 
um, I asked them, I said, what is one small thing, like one step that people could begin to take in order to start embodying this idea of being a leader more and more? Because I firmly believe the more that you can be something, the more that you can amplify that in your life. So the more that you can own being a leader, then the more that you will be a leader in the world, the more impact you'll be able to make, the more change you'll be able to bring about um, versus even if you're still just doing the same thing saying, well, I'm not a leader. What I do in the world doesn't really make that big of a difference. So how can you, what is one small step that you can take in order to start owning the leadership that you're already exhibiting, you're just maybe not calling it that or not looking at it through that filter. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. Make your own definition of a leader. And when you make your own definition of what you see as a measure of success for yourself, you become that. And I think it's really about a focus on your values, on the things that are most important with you. And, and sometimes where I see women really struggle is they have, you know, maybe a more uh, masculine idea around what leadership means, and that's not who they are. And so I think that by knowing yourself better and knowing what your values are, being able to align those two things, I think that, you know, at the essence, leadership is about inspiring yourself, but most importantly, inspiring others. And what does that piece of it really look like if you're able to focus on the impact that you are wanting to make and you're acting from a place of transparency and an alignment with your values? One of the things I thought was really interesting was that everyone has kind of a different definition of leader as well. So this would be something I'd invite you to explore within your life. What does it mean? What does it look like for you to be a leader? There's so many different ways that we can lead in our lives. And if we're leading one person, or if we're leading 10 people, or if we're leading 100,000, if we're leading a million people, you are a leader. It doesn't matter the amount of people that you're leading. It doesn't matter how many social media followers you have. It doesn't matter, you know, how big a stage or a platform you are speaking on, uh, how many people's lives you are directly impacting. None of that matters. And so I asked both of these women what their definition of leadership is, and I will quickly share my own. So for me, when I am being when I am fully in my leadership, it's actually less about me and more about me being a channel and a conduit. So for me, being a leader looks like opening up to infinite intelligence, divine guidance, um, the universe, God, whatever that is that you call it, and simply taking that energy and turning it into words or um, you know, spoken or written words where people can find benefit from it and use it in their own lives. So for me, being a leader looks like having a podcast. It looks like having a blog. It looks like writing more books. It looks like training and teaching others to be able to do this in their life. Now it looks different for both of these women and I'm guessing that it looks different for you as well. So my question, I'll share, you know, Corinne and Laura's answers. 
And my question to you is, what does it look like for you to be a leader? I would say when I feel happy, when I'm happy, when I, when I have a lot of joy in my life, am I happy? I'm successful. For me, it's at the end of the day, I think about my day and I try to show a lot of gratitude. And I think if I impacted one person in a small way, or sometimes I get to impact people in a big way, but what has that impact? What was the value of my life for today? How did I show up? Then I got a chance to ask each of them, when was the first time that they actually owned it? When was the first time that they said, oh yeah, I am a leader. For me, I think it was very shortly after uh, that experience that I had when my friend texted me. Because I, I worked then, little by little, to really strengthen that muscle within myself so that I could stand up and say, I am an inspirational woman. I am a leader. I have a voice and my voice matters. So Corrine and Laura are going to share with you the first time they declared their leadership for themselves and what the aftermath of that looked like. So what happened for them in the ripple effect of declaring their place as a leader in the world and what resulted in that? At the end of the night when Laura and I finished our first Disrupt Madison in 2000, June, I think June 23rd, 2016, and I was like, holy moly, Laura and I pulled this off and, and who said we, you know, who said we couldn't do it? You know, we knew we could do it. Why was I even doubting us? At that point, I really thought, I'm a leader. Really, at that point, I was, I felt, I can do anything. I can do any, I really, truly can do anything that I set my mind to. And since then, I've been giving myself larger and larger challenges as the years have went on. So, you know, first it was, okay, let's expand to Milwaukee. And then it was, let, let me start going on stage and, and speaking with Laura. And then it was, let's do a documentary. <laughs> and then it was, let's, let's, let's become a writer. Let, let, I want to be a writer. So let's start blogging. So again, it was like, okay, so... Now it's like, let's expand Milwaukee more. Let's finish the documentary. And, you know, what's the next big thing? Is it a full-length feature film? And lastly, Laura brought up something really interesting towards the end of our, end of our interview, which I'm going to share here. For me, it was being involved with community leadership. Uh, I had gotten asked to sit on a board. And when they called, we have a larger organization. And when they called me, uh, they were very nice about it. And I was like, okay, I'll think about it. It was a Friday. I remember Friday afternoon and I hung up the phone and I'm like, I'm pretty sure they just called the wrong Laura. <laughs> like it was for surely not me to sit on the board. Like, um, and so thinking about it, I was like, I that not that nervous energy, the butterflies in my stomach. And I called them back on Monday. And even though it was like the scariest thing ever, I said, yes, I'll do it. And they were really excited and they had actually called the right Laura. Um, but I think like that piece of it, because it was just an environment that really challenged me. And then to be able to say that I was able to, to grow um, and to be looked, looked upon as a leader by my peers, it was like, oh, you think I'm a leader? I should probably start thinking I'm a leader to them. And I just want to remind you, one, I will be the first to say it. If you are listening to this podcast right now, you're a leader. I am going to do you a, a favor, do you give you a gift and see it within you. 
And my invitation to you is, how can you begin to see it within yourself more and more? How can you stand up, take a stand for yourself and declare to yourself or the world or whatever, I'm a leader. I am a leader. I lead people. I lead myself. I lead all sorts of things, positive change in the world. Again, whether that's your child, whether that's volunteering somewhere, whether that's, you know, an organization or politically or in the workplace or at home, you, my dear, are a leader. Own it. Embody it. It will serve you so well. One last thing. If you're listening to this, uh, I will be in Milwaukee in, I think it's about two weeks, speaking at Disrupt Milwaukee, which is Laura and Corrine's event. Uh, there, I think, are still a few tickets left. So if you're anywhere in, around, or near Milwaukee and want to come spend an evening with some really, really bright, inspiring minds, all leaders, mind you, come. Get a ticket and come. And if you do, please, 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 please find me. Please seek me out. Come say hello and introduce yourself to me. Also, that being said, I will be speaking very shortly thereafter at the Women's Expo in Fort Lauderdale. So if you're in or around or near Miami and Fort Lauderdale, by all means, come to the Women's Expo. Come see me speak. I will be sharing about how to confidently take your leap of faith. And come say hi. Make sure to introduce yourself to me. And as always, thank you for joining me for yet another episode. I The one next week, BT Dubs, if you don't subscribe, start. The episode next week is the bomb. It is going to be radically different from my normal uh, conversation. And it is going to be so, so, so good. Deeply personal. Um, I bring on another expert to talk with me about it. So good. So. Um, subscribe. If you feel inspired, review, share with a friend. I love you. Go be a leader. Do it. Don't think about it. Don't question it. No second guessing. Just go be a leader. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.